0: Welcome to the Dungeon Master's Guide, a podcast for new and veteran enthusiasts of Dungeons and Dragons, where you can get all the information you need to run your own game. My name is Nathan Lewis, and I will be your host. In this episode, we will be diving into player character creation as understanding how this is done can help you better support your party, as well as assist you in helping your players construct meaningful and diverse characters. Let's get started. We all know that one of the most fun and entertaining parts of playing Dungeons & Dragons is creating an interesting character with a dark or mysterious backstory. As a dungeon master, however, you are often not creating a character for your own perpetual use but rather creating an NPC for your party to interact with. Because of this, you may find yourself bemused or a bit lost when creating a player character. It is important to know the parts of D&D that you as the DM might not directly interact with, however, as you are most often the first stop for your player's questions. So let's create a character together so that we can better understand the process your players go through in order to create their Genasi rogue or barbarian bard. Just like with an NPC, let's ensure our character has a background, goals, an everyday job, and fits in the world's hierarchy. Doing so will ensure our character feels grounded and realistic. This will allow them to grow through the course of a campaign. To assist this, let's create a trope for our character that we can base all further decisions on. An example of a trope would be a commoner with a core job like woodworking or smithing. Another example trope would be a blithering adventurer that is new to town. For this character, I'm going to choose the trope of a lonely baroness that has never set foot outside of her castle. With this trope in place, I can now fill out all other aspects of who she is. Her race, class, background, quirks, aggressive and defensive qualities, and even voice. Just with the NPC episode, there are a plethora of races in Dungeons and Dragons, with many of them having different body types depending on gender. But make sure to keep in mind that women can be burly and men can be frail. Because I have determined her character to be female and a baroness, it is plausible that she is one of the more common races—human, elven, or dwarvish. To keep it simple, I am going to determine that her character is a human female, and a bit older around 50 years of age. With this in mind, let's determine the class of this character. In my head, I imagine our character to be very curious, reading all manner of literature and fiction to fill up her days of wandering the halls of her castle. Because of this, she might have found texts compelling her to worship an ancient deity, throwing her down the path of a cleric. She might have also uncovered a relic of a lost age which gave her dreams of a secluded Daedric horror, casting her into being a warlock for this fiend. While these paths are compelling, I think that an internal power, long stifled by the care of an overprotective husband, welled within her and sprang forth after a life of the study of arcane manuscripts. Her wizardly class set in stone, let's proceed to fleshing out her background. With the qualities we have already put in place, we can determine our character to be very inquisitive and naive to the ways of the world. To further flesh out this, let's say that our character is book smart, but has never encountered the entities and events her literature defined. Because of this, she greets each new day with enthusiasm after sneaking out of her husband's castle. On that note, let's say that her husband, a well-connected baron, has contracted a band of mercenaries to find and bring our character back to him. This will create a bit of chaos the DM will be able to use to cause encounters or moments for stealth. Leaving open-ended parts in your character's backstories is a delight to the DM, as it allows for fun moments of background reveal, as well as a potential shock when the mercenaries you have been talking to recognizes our character and attempts to overtake her. With this setup, let's proceed at a rapid pace towards our character's quirks and personality traits. While we will not be debating nature versus nurture today, it is important to incorporate your character's background and upbringing into their current personality traits. For example, if you have a character that is aggressive and forceful when speaking with others, these traits might have been caused by being rejected by their clan from an early age and needing to forge their own way without that community. Another example would be a shy and soft-spoken character acting this way because they do not view other people as worth communicating fully with. For our character, because she is naive and has not experienced the world outside her home, she is someone that is boisterous and at times loud on account of not entirely understanding social customs. Also, she might engage with seedy and dangerous people who might otherwise be left alone due to not being able to pick up on those social cues. Whatever the personality traits, make sure to be respectful to your DM and fellow players when portraying them. Make your character annoying, but not your role-playing of them. Alongside a character's personality, it's important to know how they will react to the outside world. This will mostly be understood once a player gets into the world of their DM, but it can be helpful to roleplay to have a thought experiment about how your character will view a series of common events in every D&D game. For example, how will your character react to death or to killing someone? Would they threaten or peacefully approach someone they want information from? How do they view the many deities of the world? And would they be open to worshipping one at all? These are all good questions to ask yourself when creating a character. For our wizard, I believe she would react with a bit of horror when killing someone for the first time, as she would find the experience much different than reading about it. Another option to address this would be to have our wizard become a bit emotionally detached as a way to cope with death, sinking herself into literature. Next we must decide what our character's goals are. Does she want to have an adventure before returning to her old life? Does she want to simply connect with the people her husband lords over? Or does she want to experience the world she has seen from her window for so long? Whatever your character's goals, make them strong and closely tied to the core personality and background already established. Make these goals have the result of elation if completed or devastation if missed make core personality changes to your character dependent on the path taken towards these goals, and roleplay your way through every event. For our wizard, let's set her goal to be finding out a lost pendant. This item was worn by and gifted to our character by her mother upon her death. While the way towards this pendant may be up to your DM, it's important to create a tangible reason for our character to leave her home. We now have our character mostly fleshed out. Their race, class, background, goals, and personality are all ready to rock and roll. As a last step, and to finalize the creation process, it is now time to give our character a name. Defining a person's name gives them solidity in reality. It tells you and your DM that this is a character worth caring and fighting for. For this reason, I reserve this step to last as it does and should carry emotional weight. You now have all the ingredients necessary to craft a name worthy of the work you put into this character. For our wizard being a human, we could call her Charlotte or Misty or even something a bit more fanciful like Tila. However, I think a perfect name for older human wizard with a naive heart and an iron mind is Brenata. Now at the end of this road, you have a character to laugh and cry with, to slay dragons alongside other adventurers and to evolve over time. And that is this week's discussion on character creation. Thank you for listening. Please send any questions to me at the tilted crown 6 on Twitter or an audio question on the Anchor app. See you next week.